so I was directed to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. This scripture reads, Above all else, guard your affections, for they influence everything else in your life. Now, what came to me, um, I think it's Proverbs 23, 7, was saying, you know, uh, hold on a minute, what is, what is this? I can't find it, but anyways, I was directed to this scripture, and when I think about guard in the, um, I got this, where's my glasses? Let me try, let me find my eyes, because can't see. Okay. When I, what what caught me was the word guard. Um, because with self embrace ministries, of course, it's all about emotional expression. And with emotional uh, expression, that's for someone who has developed this um this developed the i want to call it a filter but develop this to where they are able to know what they feel and how it should be expressed through them expressing your emotions is not telling you or me suggesting that you just become this irrational person that you just go all out and just say whatever you want to say and do whatever you want to do is having the maturity first of all the um the maturity level to know that certain things are just not justifiable and then having the emotional maturity to know what it is you're feeling and how you should express it so that it's clear and so that it's communicated properly so i can't pull up my metaphysical bible i wanted to pull up my, my metaphysical Bible so that I can get into this. But when I look at the word guard, it's basically to to protect, to protect your affections. Above all else, protect your affections. So what what might you say are affections? Our affections, our feelings of love and desire, 
dictate to a great first of all let me stop right there our affections are our our feelings of love and desire so we can say a person is affectionate meaning they are showing this they are expressing this they are they are you know sharing the emotions and the desires that they have this is a feeling and affection is a feeling so now we have affection which is a thing and then we we have showing affection which is a verb it is it is both an action word and a description uh, 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 is it a, not a description word but like a an object this is something that we can hold we can behold onto so when the Bible tells me above all else, basically saying, hey, angel, I know I know a lot is important to you, but above all of that stuff that's important, this is what I need you to do. Why? For they influence everything else in your life. This is what God is saying. Because they influence, or this is what God inspired the writer of Proverbs to say, because they influence everything else in your life guard them protect them these affections dictate to a great extent how we live because we always find time to do what we enjoy you're gonna always find a way to do what you want to do because what you want to do is enjoyable it makes you feel good it gives you this feeling of love. It, you 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 hold it dear. It, you're fond of this event or this person or this thing. You're you're you you are very affectionate with this time with yourself. So you're going to find a way. I know I do. I find a way to feel good. If I'm not feeling good, I find a way to feel good. Because there's always a way to feel good. I don't ignore my affections. But I find a way to put myself in a position to be way better than I was. Excuse me. So, a strategy for effective living. I feel like... This starts with, uh, if not seeking God, seeking God's wisdom. You have to respect and appreciate who or what God is for you. And you have to, to, to worship and, 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 you know, be just be amazed in recognizing that. That part, that's where the strategy for effective living is. Self-embraced living is. It starts with knowing God's wisdom, learning God's wisdom, asking and pulling on God's wisdom, recognizing who the almighty God is for you. Then we, I'm going to go over four. The first one starts with. You know, recognizing God and God's wisdom, who he, who God is, what God is, respecting and appreciating. Two, you it requires you 
to apply God's instructions in your life. In order to apply his instructions, you have to trust his instructions. They sound scary. Trust me. I know. Because I'd be like, well, why I got to do this, God? This, this ain't going to work. This ain't going And the whole time he looking at you like, okay, cool. You can do what you want to do. But I'm telling you, this is what needs to be done. Because I don't want you to hurt. This is what my instruction was. I don't want you to continue to hurt. So you do this right here. Is this how long it's going to last? You good. But if you don't, you don't hurt, baby girl. I love you more. Go, go on about your business. Make your choices. So now I'm pushing a situation. And it's nobody but me pushing myself in a situation to where I'm hurting. And I'm asking all these questions. And the answers are very vague. Or non-existent. So... Trust God's word. Allow his word to speak to your personal situation or your, your personal dealings or whatever it is. I mean, you have to be willing to obey, willing to apply these instructions to your life. Three. Now, that was moral application. This step right here calls for practical application. I don't know what I was talking about the other day, but... Um, I was talking about, talking about practicality. So with practical application, this is the point where now you have to do. Now you have to, before with the moral application, you got to think about, okay, I'm and, and get in the mind of trusting what God is telling you. You know, this sometimes this is where people question. But that practical application is where you get up and you move. You get up and you do. You don't delay it. You act on God's direction. You act on the instructions he's giving you. And you don't have to just sit there and be like, well, I'm waiting for him to tell me. He is giving you a book. He has given you so many other resources that provide you with daily affirmations, daily prayers, daily devotions. I use it on my phone. I use the um, plans. Matter of fact, I got to start a new plan on my phone. Because these are the things that help get us by. These are the things that expand our minds and, and, and help us to search our beings and search our hearts. Fourth step actually results, when you do these things, it results in self-embraced living. And what is self-embraced living? This is experiencing what God does with your obedience experiencing the results experiencing the manifestations seeing seeing these results in person live giving your plans a heartbeat because you have to live so that's why this is step four this is your strategy for self-embraced living it works. It has not ever failed anyone I have talked to. Ever. No matter who they are, where they are, what they do or what they don't do. This does not fail. It has not failed me. 
experiencing life and sharing these experiences. So in, in, in Proverbs, Solomon t- tells us, hey, <laughs> make sure you take care of that. Make sure you protect those because those are important, meaning your infect- affections are important. Your, your emotional state is important. Your emotional state is important. Make sure that you concentrate on these things. Now, make sure you concentrate on your desires. And before that, I want to whisper, your desire, your desires should be the desires of God. But that's another discussion. But concentrate on these desires because those are the, what, the things that are going to keep you on your path. People think, okay, I could just focus and then I could just do this and I could strategize. It is your emotional state. And if I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking to you. My journey is emotional. The work that I do, it, 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 it is an emotional journey for me. So the people that I reach are the people who truly want to be able to express themselves and feel how they want to feel instead of being told what to feel. So Solomon tells us in the book of Proverbs, this is important. Pay attention to this. Make sure, make certain that your emotional state is placing you in the proper direction. It's giving you the proper guidance. Place boundaries on those desires. Don't go after everything you see. Just because you see it and just because it looks good. Because number one, if it looks good and you feel bad about it, you're going to go off what it looks like? Listen to your emotions. Your emotions tell you to avoid certain things. Your emotions give you that gut feeling. Telling you to distance yourself from this situation or distance yourself from this person and get closer to people who have a more positive outlook, a more positive aura. Your emotions tell you to travel, to start that business, to start that project, to spend more time outside, spend more time with your family, to work on your marriage, to take a break, to read a book, to write a book. And just to be yourself, your emotions tell you these things. Your emotions know you best because they flow through you constantly. Way more than anything else. So you can't ignore these messages. These are actual messages. These ain't just... mm. And and you know what? If you do feel wrong about a situation, there's nothing wrong with that. Clean it back up. Guard Guard your emotions. That way you'll probably properly know what you're feeling and how you're feeling. Develop emotional maturity. That's how you get there. Well, I don't know how some people may say, I don't know how to develop my emotional maturity. Don't, no problem. I could teach you. I promise you I could teach you. That's a guarantee. I'm going to start giving guarantees. I'm not going to keep being, oh my gosh, well, I don't want to guarantee and I don't want to say this. I'm just suggesting, I'm telling you straight up guarantee I can help you with that. Anything my ministry touches, I can help you with that. Guard your affections. These are the, these are the the um what are those things that help you keep looking straight ahead 
<laughs> these are what's going to help you keep your eyesight fixed on your goal. These are the things that put blinders up so that you don't see other people's goals and what they're attaining and, and develop that envy or develop the, you know, I think I'm going to go over here and move this, move like this person or I'm going to, no. God, I thank you because I didn't even know why I was looking at, I was looking for something totally different and God sent me to this. I can't even find the scripture that I was looking for. I was thinking about, thinking, looking for the scripture that says, um, as a man thinketh, so is he. I was looking for that one, but I came to Proverbs 4 and 23. Above all else, guard your affections for they influence everything else in your life. My life is blossoming as I speak, as the lotum, lotus flower blossoms. I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> the lotus flower blossoms. I have finally reached the surface. And, and th th there's no, absolutely no, if you know what it takes for a lotus flower to germinate, to just be planted and to, to actually be able to come out and blossom through all of the muddy water, the dirty water. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know the lotus the seed is not even from this planet, but yet it blossoms and blossoms beautifully, blossoms immaculately every time. No stain, no smudge. And so I wouldn't say I'm fully blossomed, but I'm blooming. And I can feel it. And I listen to those emotions when my gut says, ooh, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, slow down. Yeah, you don't need this. Or you need to do that. Or you got to get up. You got to keep it pushing. So I want to share that message with you. Above all else, above all else. When God showed me today that I had peace covered, but it was on the horizon, I didn't even know nothing else. I quickly got myself together because I want to say that peace is here and peace is right now, but it's not, but it's oncoming. And that is the actual message that I felt that peace is on coming. Peace is coming in. Not that fake peace, not that part-time peace, not that peace for a couple of nights, not that peace for a moment. A lifestyle of peace. Because the self-embraced living, peace is incorporated into that. So when I talk about self-embraced living, I need to live self-embraced living. And if I have to live that on my lonesome, that's what I'm accepting. That's what I'm preparing myself to embrace because there is nothing in this world, no matter how people may tell you to look at it, that you should compromise who you are. I'm not saying don't compromise in life, but most definitely you should not be put in a position to compromise your 
well-being, your affections. Why? Because these influence how you live your life. <laughs> these influence your lifestyle. So compromising these will be compromising your lifestyle. Compromising these will be compromising your dynamic. Compromising your emotions will be compromising your clarity. Compromising your emotion again will compromise your ability to function as an all-wild, all-over complete being, total being, and being able to share what you do have to offer, whether that's with your family, your children, your spouse, your friend. I'm starting all the way over. <laughs> all the way over. Because I won't allow myself to be compromised. I know it's in the hands of God. So by me knowing that, I'm good right where I am. And I've been positioned where I am for a purpose. I haven't seen the purpose, but I know God ain't brought, God didn't be like, well, I'm just going to play around with you right now. You know, I'm bored or you done fucked up in life. So, you know, I'm going to have you right here in this fucked up situation. God told me exactly what I needed to do to not feel what I feel. But did I listen? No, I didn't. Why? Didn't guard my affection strong enough. Hard enough. Knowing it ain't even a hard process to guard your affections. Guarding your affections is literally accepting them as they are and embracing them where they are. That's it. It's a momentary choice and action. You can go off of your sensation in the moment, or you can go off of God's wisdom that has let you know, hey, it's okay to feel this way, but it's only temporary. It's okay to feel this way. This feeling will pass. But if you want to sit here in this feeling, and if you want to continue to surround yourself with these people, and if you want to continue to eat foods that aren't good for you, and if you want to continue to work in here and you hate it, if you want to continue to sit at the house and and and, and, and wish you could travel, you, if you want to continue to burn yourself out, to, to, to just keep going and going and going as if you don't need a pause at all, if you want to continue to be that person, that is on you and I still love you. For that, this is what God says. I still love you for that because you you're making a decision to stick with that. But if you want to be all of who you are and just accept the fact that this is this is what I want and this is what I uh atop, uh this is what I am after. This is what I want to achieve. Then you have to do the work to do that. Either way it goes, it's not going to be roses and flowers and nice and candy and smiling. It's going to be work. It's going to take dedication. It's going to take a willingness 
What does step two say? Willingness to obey. You have to be willing to obey before you actually obey. Now, when that willingness is inbred, action is immediate, automatic. You have to trust in God. Then you have to trust in what he says. It's not hard to trust what he says when you trust God. So do you trust God? Do you trust God? Or do you are you just repeating some things that, that has been said? I've had to I've had to learn to trust God. And it took me years. Now I'm in the position where God, I trust you. If you say to let this be, let it be. If you say to wait on this, I'll wait on that. If you say go after that, I go after that. Guard your affections. Embrace your affections. Listen to what your affections have to share with you. So if 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 you're getting opposing feedback, you need to check with yourself. A lot of the times we like to check with the other person, but the other person will only confuse you further. You know what you need to do for yourself. Do that above all else. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay healing.